0: What's up, Broncos Country? Welcome back inside the UCL Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Nathaniel Hackett and quarterback Russell Wilson as they spoke to the media today. Plus, I'll have the latest injury report and Phil Milani joins the show. All that and more coming up. (laughs) The team is back at practice today here at the UC Health Training Center as they look to face the Los Angeles Rams on Christmas Day this weekend at SoFi Stadium. We heard from quarterback Russell Wilson today for the first time following Sunday's game, and he gave his thoughts on Sunday's win and backup quarterback Brett Ripon's performance.
1: I thought we had a great team effort across the board. I thought guys really made some great plays. I thought Ripp played good, really good. I thought he got the ball out quick on those bubbles and stuff like that. Got The guys were able to catch Jerry, you know, make some plays. I thought the line battled. in you know, The first half wasn't the way we wanted it to, but they really adjusted really well. Um, you got to give them credit about how great they did uh, up front for us to be able to run the ball for that well. Um, that's a tough defense. They play physical, and we were able to kind of wear them out, you know, uh, throughout the game. And for me, uh, just to be able to um, help lead in whatever way I could, possibly in the sideline, you know, communicating with guys, you know, talking to guys in the locker room, you know, halftime or whatever it may be. Um, but also, too, just staying engaged throughout the game and just, you know, trying to find a way to win. And we, do, we did a great job. Defense got some huge turnovers. I mean, how about Justin Simmons? I mean, uh, you know, I always, I've always said that you know he's one of the best safeties to play this game, and uh, he's been special um, you know, all year, his whole career, his ability to make plays, get two interceptions, I think, uh, and obviously PS2 getting an interception to close the game out. That was just a great team effort, and the fans were great too, super supportive for us, and that means a lot.
0: Russell went on to talk about getting back on the field this weekend and how he hopes to build off his performance the previous week versus the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back on the field. You know, I thought, I think that we're really catching a groove. You know, I think obviously, the Chiefs game we were able to uh, have an amazing comeback and almost be able to win the game there. Um, we believe that we could have won it, um, but I think that um, you know, just the ability to make plays. I think it's so so important to use my legs, to use my arm, to get outside the pocket. I think we did a great job of that in the Chiefs game. Um, you know, so, yeah.
0: Head coach Nathaniel Hackett also spoke about what he hopes to see from Russell this weekend in Los Angeles.
2: Continuation, uh, I, I think, f- from that past game. Uh, We want to see him execute, get the ball out of his hands when that's there. And then if something happens, yes, we don't want him to stay in the pocket and take a hit. We want him to use his legs and protect himself.
0: The offense has gone six for six in the red zone the past couple weeks. And Coach Hackett discussed what's been working so well down there.
2: The guys have done a great job. Uh, The coaching staff putting together a great plan down there. That's the hardest place to score because it's that short field. And I think those uh, the guys have really owned it. You know, They've really bought into it. You know you have to make plays. It's going to be much more difficult, like I said. And uh, they've stepped up, both the run game and the pass game. I think that's always good. It's not one guy scoring. Uh, it's been multiple. It's been play pass. It's been drop back. It's been run game. So I think that's what you're looking for always.
0: And Russell also talked about just how crazy this season has been and how this team must finish the season strong in their final three weeks.
1: You know, it's been a... Wild season, <laughs> you know. I don't. I've never been a part of a season this wild, or just, just a lot of injuries, a lot of things. But I think that what's what's happened is, you know, the the guys that are younger, um, you know, the Brandons, the uh, the the, 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 the Dolchiches, you know, who's, you know, he was out for the first, I don't know, four, five, six weeks, whatever it was, to be able to come back and get those reps, and now he's really catching a groove, and he's done it since day one. He's been out in the field. Um, I think to to see Murray run the rock the way he has, and those are all you know big moments. I think to see Mac. Make some sweet, sweet plays for us. I mean, he's been really great for us. And I think the the line. They've had to battle through so much, you know, obviously with injuries and things and guys having to flip from left guard to right guard or tackle or left out, you know, whatever it may be, center. Um, and those guys have really taken on the challenge. And you got to give those guys credit about what they've done up front to be able to just continue to battle throughout a physical tough season and what it's been. Um, and we got three games to go. Uh, we're excited about them. We're excited about this game right here. That's all that matters. And
0: as we wrap up the top news of the day, let's take a look at today's injury report. Outside linebacker Randy Gregory and wide receiver Kendall Hinton did not participate in practice today. And running back Latavius Murray, safety Kareem Jackson, wide receiver Cortland Sutton, and cornerback K1 Williams were limited. Plus, Kochak announced that the team has designated running back Chase Edmonds to return from injured reserve. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio to dive a little bit deeper into today's news is a fellow team reporter, Phil Milani. Phil, Welcome back on the show. Nice to have you here.
2: Thank you very much. Happy holidays, Sid.
0: Yes, happy holidays. Christmas is this weekend.
2: Yes, I got my uh, Grinch uh, green sweater you we do. were just talking about. Yep,
0: it. I got my green nails. Yeah, we're looking good. We're ready, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, we will miss you out in Los Angeles this yes. weekend, but I'm happy you get to be home with your family, too.
2: Thank you. I'll be doing the post-game show here.
0: Yep, everyone Still will be working. on the lookout. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, Phil, we heard from both Coach Hackett and Russell Wilson earlier on the, in the show They talked about, you know, just Russell Wilson getting back on the field, hoping to build off of that performance, his last performance, first Chiefs. So, Phil, looking back at that game two weeks ago, how do you really hope to see him just pick up where he left off and continue that into this weekend?
2: Well, that was probably the most exciting game of the season uh, for the Broncos And I think just the way that they were able to come back, it it really was like the first time that offense had caught fire. You know, they scored those three touchdowns in less than four minutes of gameplay. And so I think you want to just see some of those explosive Tendencies. If you could see that, a couple of big plays, maybe. Um, Russ talked about using his legs a little bit today, and uh, he was able to do that in that game against the Chiefs. I think that's a skill set that he brings. And I think, just more than anything, uh, over these last three games, you just want to get a glimpse into what this offense can be like next season. Right. You know, and um, uh, there's been so much talk all year long about Russ and so much criticism about every little thing that he's done, and I think that that comes just with, you know, he got a big contract before the season, there was a lot of expectations, so mm-hmm. he was definitely under the microscope, you know, um, this season, and I think that um, people have been saying, this isn't the same Russ we, we saw the first 10 years of his career, when mm-hmm. they won so many games in mm-hmm. Seattle, but you saw, you started to see a little I bit of that in that Chiefs game, you were like, Not ooh, so there was some of that magic that he brings to the table, Mm -hmm. So if you could just sort of see a little bit of that in these last three games that could give Broncos fans a little bit of excitement and some hope moving forward and and just saying, you know what? This was a a long season. They faced a lot of adversity. There was a lot of injuries. But you know what? By the end of the season, they started to get it going a little bit. uh, And it looked good at the end. I mean, if you could just have uh, some of that excitement going into the offseason, I do think that that would be big for, for Broncos country.
0: I agree. Just to head into the offseason on a good note for sure. You know, Phil, we've seen the past couple of weeks this offense really commit to the run game. You know, last week it was Latavius Murray had 130 rushing yards. The week before it was Russell Wilson. He was the leading rusher versus the Chiefs. Do you think maybe they're kind of finding their identity in offense, on offense with that?
2: I, I do think that the running game has to be a big part of this yeah. offense. And ideally, it's not Russ who's out there leading, leading the charge, but it's more of what we saw against the uh, – uh, who did they play last week? <laughs> gosh, I'm just trying to play. The Cardinals, <laughs> the Cardinals. Oh we're my so gosh, far into this I'm, now. I'm so on to the Rams. You know, I, I guess it. the Cardinals. Uh, I think that that's more of what you want to see. Where um, um, you saw some of them, uh, some of those runs that got to the outside, the quick pitch. Yeah, uh, they had a lot of success there. They were sort of forced to get into that kind of a game because that's JJ Watt was having so much success. Uh, they were able to really get after Brett Ripon, and so the way that the Broncos counted that was okay let's get on the outside here let's make this uh defensive line for the cardinals pay the price for not setting the edge let's get uh, our offensive linemen aggressive it's easier to pass block than to uh to uh run run block than pass block so i think that the broncos were sort of forced into that against the cardinals but when they do run the football, that's when they have a lot of success. Yeah. So, um, it was great to see Latavius Murray have that kind of a game. Uh, he's 32 years old, his 10th season in the NFL. A lot of questions about him when he first got here, like, does he even have anything left in the tank? And for him to go out there and play like that, now people are talking about, Hey, should they bring this guy back, back. next year? So, uh, it was awesome to see that him and Marlon Mack seemed to be a, a good one, two punch, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I do think that for this offense to have success, they have to be able to run the ball. And that doesn't matter if Brett Ripon is back there or Russell Wilson, right. this team needs to be able to run the ball in order to have success on offense.
0: For sure. And I know Russell today, when he spoke to the media, he had some high praise for Latavius Murray, you know, said his mentality is some of the best that he's ever seen. And like you mentioned, I don't think a lot of people thought when Latavius Murray got here, he was going to come in and make an immediate impact. But we've seen it on the field and even in the locker room, too. He's been, you know, just super helpful for some of the younger guys and just has a, a different a presence about him that you yeah. know, people listen to, I feel like.
2: And there's so many young guys on this Broncos team and, some, and so many guys who are, like, uh, f- like, playing in the NFL because of all the injuries. Yeah. You know, so 100%. to have a guy like Latavius Murray who's – been here for a long time. Mm-hmm. uh I mean, in the NFL at this right. at this level, sort of has that calming presence. Never gets up too high, doesn't get down too low, doesn't ride that wave after a loss mm-hmm. where he's like really upset in the locker room. He's just sort of that pros pro. Uh, it makes sense that a guy like Russell Wilson connects with him just because they're the veterans on this team, and so I do think that it's valuable having a guy like that. Even you interviewed him on the field after the game, Sid, and it, yeah. I mean, he was just chill. You know, like, that's just sort of who he is, and it's nice to have that kind of a presence in this locker room. For sure.
0: Well, Phil, we saw Cortland Sutton. He was back at practice today. I know Coach Hackett has said a few times this week that they're really hopeful to have him back this weekend versus the Rams, so what do you think it would mean for this offense just to get Corland Sutton back? It's been a few games since he's been out there.
2: Well, I'm sort of interested to see what they do with Corlin Sutton yeah. because of course when yeah. he went out, Jerry Judy moved over and played at Corlin Sutton's spot. Right. So if Sutton is able to go, what does that mean for Jerry Judy? How are point. they gonna use him on the on this uh in this game against the Rams? I don't know. Uh I would leave Jerry where he is. He's been having a lot of success. A lot of success. It seems like his skill set really translates to that spot there. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Maybe it it would be good for Cortland too to try somewhere else and just sort of see if he can have some success there too. Sutton is not the kind of guy who creates a lot of separation out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's just not that kind of a player. And I think that he's more of, Hey, I'm going to try and win a 50, 50 ball. I'm going to be, I'm going to use my size to make these plays. That's sort of where he has his, his skill set so maybe let's see what he can do at, at a different position especially him coming off this hamstring like even in practice it didn't look like he was like really sharp yeah. at least the portion that the media is able to see <laughs> it, it, he didn't look like he was running like really like it, it didn't look like the beginning of the season maybe or certainly not pre-ACL you know those ACLs you just it's so hard to come back and mm-hmm. return to your former way of playing and I, I don't know if uh, we've ever really seen that from Corlin Sutton, Um, but he was never really that guy who was like out there running these crazy routes. He was the guy who uses his size and his size is a huge advantage for him. So maybe he's able to use that in other ways. And then maybe the opposing defense will have to focus a little bit more on a guy like Corlin and maybe that'll free up some stuff for Jerry. But I do hope that Jerry still gets about 10 targets, you know,
0: he needs needs the ball in his hands.
2: And so, hopefully, he can still get those targets, and then just having Cortland out there—that's just more of a threat than a Brandon Johnson at this point, you know. Right. So okay. let let's yeah. see how they can all work together and kind of like with Russ back out there, wanting to see what this thing looks like in the future, Mm -hmm. that, that goes for all positions. You know, what is it going to look like a a wide receiver when these two guys are out there or or certainly on the defensive side that that's like a big reason why Randy Gregory came back. What is this going to look like? I think that that's true with Corlin Sutton back out there and Jerry Judy. What, what are we dealing with here for next year?
0: For sure. Yeah. Well, Phil got to ask one about the defense here. You know, they've had just a pretty dominant well, they've had a dominant they've season. They've had a dominant season. But a dominant past couple weeks in terms of, you know, takeaways, turnovers, I think eight interceptions in the past three weeks. It's like been that. a lot. It's I mean been it's a lot. a lot of
2: Justin Simmons a too. Lot of yeah. Justin Simmons, yeah. And Pat Sartan. Yeah. I mean, those guys have gotten the ball.
0: Yeah, it's been nice to see. How do you hope just that unit as a whole continues that over the final three weeks?
2: I hope that they, I mean, it continues. I, yeah. uh, nice to see Justin get the ball in his hands. Uh, we're talking about the post game show. Todd Davis kind of said something that was interesting. He said, mm-hmm. it's not like Justin is out there like making these crazy interceptions. Like the ball like, just seems to come to him. It does. And uh, that speaks to Justin's game prep sure. and like film study. He, he, he just always in going. the right spot, you know? And, um, Justin had a little bit of a difficult game against Patrick Mahomes and the yeah. chiefs mm-hmm. and for him to bounce back, like he had, like he did last week. I thought that was really impressive. And uh, he tends to have those big games or he gets a couple, you know. And yeah, I think true. that uh, with his Rams offense, uh, it's been a long season for them. And maybe there's an opportunity to get a couple more here, especially if the offense could get a little bit of a lead. You know, yeah. if they can play with a lead, oh, yeah. force uh, the Rams to uh, take some chances that maybe they wouldn't, if they were playing with the lead, then you can get some of those turnovers. And they say they come in bunches, see if it can continue this week. Right.
0: I hope we see Josie Jewell, maybe get a couple
2: more. Yeah. Interceptions. Those are some yeah, nice yeah, ones. Of, yeah, that's yeah. true. And Baltimore. I like to see PS2 get those interceptions just because he's had such a great year. Yeah. And I think that position, it's a little bit harder to look at the stat sheet and see it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so the fact that he only has two interceptions, you're like, oh, did he not have a great season? No, he's had a great season. It's just hard. It just doesn't always show up in a box score.
0: Yep, you're right. Well, Regardless of the record, there's still a lot to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll I week's
2: mean, year. look, it's on Christmas Day. I yeah. think that that's sort of a a special day to be able to uh, play in pro sports, you know, right. and, uh, you know, I think it, this going to be that Nickelodeon game. Mm-hmm. It, it should just be like a fun game to play in, you know. Absolutely. And so hopefully they take advantage of these last three weeks. Hopefully they can say, look, like we still have something to play for here. And mm-hmm. I do think that if they can win a few of these games, like let's say, let's say they beat the Rams and right. then they win one of those last two against the Chargers or the Chiefs. That would be a pretty good end to the year. I think. I agree. You know, like, especially if the offense can, can stay in the twenties, yeah. then you have at least a glimmer of hope heading into the off season. 100%. And I really think that that's a big deal.
0: I do too. Hopeful so, for that. We'll see yeah. what happens. Though.
2: Have fun out there, Sid. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for, uh, we'll Christmas you in, sure. uh, in Los Angeles.
0: I know. I'm actually very happy that we're going to be in Los Angeles just with yeah. the cold front that's coming through. Just oh, I know. Ab- Get about out of everywhere. here.
2: everywhere. Yeah. Maybe some palm trees will be decorated. Be really nice. You know, that could be nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Beach on Christmas. Yeah. Find me up.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well,
0: Phil, appreciate your time always. Thanks for joining the show today. Thanks, Sid. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you will all meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow evening for another episode. I will see you all then.